0: Uh, welcome back everyone. We're here at ABCNA with Randy D. He's gonna speak on passion. But first Randy, can you tell us your clean date? Where you attend meetings and give your home group a shout-out?
1: My clean date is uh 12296.
0: There you go, coming up. So you're just, 27. Getting,
1: just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> you're just just, just get familiar with NAO. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, 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 and My home group is called Experience, Strength, and Hope Group of Narcotics Anonymous that meets on Saturday nights at 7 to 8.15. We're a hybrid meeting, and uh,
2: we've, been, we've been there over
1: 22 years. Where is that located? In uh, White Post, Virginia. White for Virginia. All right, excellent. What's your thoughts on passion? My thoughts on passion is to start doing something, not knowing what you're doing, being mentored by somebody, and now it's your, it's your everyday passion. You, you have developed a passion for from step one all the way through step 12. You have developed a passion to carry that message on, Mm -hmm. to carry the message of tradition one through twelve, to study that, to be involved in that, to have have helped write literature on that, and then to uphold that. You Mm -hmm. know, when
0: folks talk about that, they talk about I feel called. Like when I when, when the message is carried to me. I receive that message. I do the I do the action that I'm taught to do. I experience this freedom, this awakening in my spirit. I feel proud to carry that to other people. Yeah,
3: I mean that's and and you you experience that in settings like this because there is a lot of like-minded people here. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not just a meeting. These people have booked rooms, decided to come here. They are participating. They are, like parti- the they are fully participating in their recovery, and so and look, look. There are people who are here for all the wrong reasons as well. I get that, right. but but the core of this is that people are on fire about recovery. They are passionate about recovery. How do you stay passionate about recovery for coming up on 27 yeah, that's years? Good, that's the hard like, part. What
0: happens when it's like? I'm clean longer than everyone in this room. Why why am I doing this?
1: The passion comes from doing things that work every day. Prayer and meditation. Helping the sick and suffering addict. Going into the jails. Mm. Carrying the message. Sharing my story. I get freedom from that. Shout out to H&I. I get freedom from that. Public relations having sit-downs with judges, professionals. lawyers, yep. the professionals, yep. having know, hey, hearing, hearing their side of the story. Sure. Hearing how we can carry the message. What, the, what, the, what is the message of oh, yeah. Narcotics Anonymous? We carry it. If we want to be able to, to relate it to. We sit down with judges and, and politicians, everybody. So everybody can be on board. And, how about uh, the passion of getting creating billboards, mm-hmm. <laughs> FPSAs at nighttime, trying to trying to get let people know that NA is a viable source for the, for the recovering addict.
0: You know what I what, what what I never hear when people talk about freedom, passion, or calling stuff like that. I never hear. I wake up in the morning and I start getting busy on trying to consume as much as I possibly can no. every day. No. No. Never. No, that but that's... always, how can I invest in somebody else? That's how it. How can I serve? And that's what this whole thing is about, is
3: no more take, take, take. It's give, give, give. And look, it's a little bit selfish. I feel better when I give, give, give. I'm not just doing this because I'm altruistic and I want, although I do want to help everybody because I learned that in here, but I feel better about my place in the world when I'm carrying the message,
1: talking to people, doing all those things that you talked about. And the spiritual connection that you get from a higher power, the guidance that you get from a sponsor, all of this is creating some kind of passion.
0: Welcome back, everyone. We're here at ABCA with Brian B. He's going to speak on integrity, but first, Brian, can you tell us your clean date? Where you attend meetings and give your home group a shout out? Yeah, I'm an
4: addict. My name is Brian B. My home group is Against All Odds. It's in Roanoke, Virginia. My clean date is 1-12-21, and uh, I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm oh, Coming up on two birthday cakes. Yeah. Oh, baby. Next soon. week, Thursday. Oh, willing, <laughs> really. Exciting.
4: What's your thoughts on integrity? Man, so integrity is a big part of my story and this last relapse that I had was I had I didn't really have any integrity. I celebrated clean time that wasn't mine, you know, and I, I was using the whole time still celebrating. And now today like when I first got honest on that clean date, I was able to be welcomed back. You know, I had so many thoughts of guilt and shame that I thought were going to come over me and I wasn't going to be able to come back, but the love and care of the fellowship really brought me back, and I've been able to stay clean through getting honest and live with integrity
3: ever since that date, so. So tell me about the last birthday you celebrated that was not real. Yeah. What happened? How did it, tell me about what was going on in your head and how you felt. Uh you know
4: at the time i i was all about taking shortcuts even in active addiction and and even in recovery and i thought you know i had everybody fooled so i thought i could i could justify using the drug i was using because it was prescribed by a doctor it was you know, the doctor that I had it prescribed was a doctor I had in a treatment facility. So it just, it all, all, all that disease thinking got it got to me, and I just thought I had everybody
3: fooled, but really I was fooling myself the whole time. So what, when did the light bulb go on uh, on the twelfth when you said, uh, uh-uh, uh, I gotta, I, I gotta. How did that play out? So uh, you're not the first one to do this. Uh, let's all let's all agree. There have been people who have picked up time that wasn't theirs it happens more than we think oh. so you're not the first thank
4: God thank God
3: but, <laughs> when you, but, but when you're in it you think you're the only motherfuckers doing that
4: exactly. that's and you're a centrums. piece of shit and that's yes. all
3: the stuff that we tell ourselves yes so what happened on the 12th
4: so the day before that I was actually working my second step with my sponsor at the time and uh, I just had I had developed other addictions gambling being one of them and my life became so unmanageable again um, I was, you know, asking people for money because I couldn't pay rent. I couldn't, you know, keep my gambling habit going. I couldn't do any of that stuff. And again, my life became unmanageable. And I was working that second step with my sponsor, and I just, I broke down in tears. And I was like, I got to tell you something. You know, and I told him that i had been using the whole time. And, and yeah. what did he do? He gave me a hug. <laughs> he gave me a hug. Not the thing you thought was no. going to happen, right? <laughs> no. He gave me a hug and he helped me. He helped me get rid of my the rest of my drugs. So there's, the there's, there's
0: like somebody listening. listening yeah. Who are in that same thing? Absolutely. There's somebody listening
3: who is in exactly the same place mm-hmm. as you were. Mm-hmm.
0: And it started out with saying, "Hey,
3: look. Let me tell you. Let me get honest about something." Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Wow. And how are you now with that?
4: I've become more at peace with it, man, going through a lot of that fourth step, that guilt and shame, you know, um, doing that resentments list in the fourth step. You know, I added myself to that list because I resented myself for so long and um, didn't think I, yeah, Yeah. seriously. Just beating uh, ourselves up over stuff. Yeah, man, and I, I, you know, today I, I just, I feel so grateful about this program because, you know, it works if I allow it to work in my life. And I wasn't allowing it to work. You know, I was—I thought I, I had it figured out, and I thought I could do some shortcuts, and, and I, I no wasn't. Shortcuts
3: to this. No, either. not at all. Not so at all. where are you currently working? Step? What uh, step are you on? On six step. Wow. Yeah. Good
0: for you. Yeah. You're, you're getting busy. Good for you. I like that. Welcome back, everyone. We're here at ABCNA with Donny D, and he's going to speak on generosity. But first, Donnie, can you tell us your clean date? Bring your ten meetings and give your home a shout out.
5: Well, my clean date is. November the 8th, 2022.
0: 60 days tomorrow.
5: 60 days tomorrow. Woo!
0: Fantastic.
5: Home Group, home, home group is uh, Sober Sanity. Um, Where is that? It's on uh, First Colonial Road in Virginia Beach. Psych uh, Center 6 o'clock. I have a wonderful sponsor named Pat, and he actually spoke tonight.
3: Oh! We
0: just did an episode. I saw yeah, it, yeah, we yeah, like that. A rock star, yeah, right? yeah. What's your thoughts on generosity?
5: Um, well, I like to be generous with my money. I like to bless people because uh, it, it's really a tool for me because I'm not going to be able to take this money with me, so I, I try to bless people with, with my time and my money. I mean, money's one thing, but love and time are just as important, more important than, than money. Um, because at the end of the road, it's, it's how we treat people in this world. It's not much how, how much money we have or what kind of house we live in or what kind
0: We're of college. we grow. talk about that all the time. We even say sometimes it isn't even like we're, we're investing in people and pouring into people, yeah. um, giving them our time and our thoughts our prayers, our energy, you know, all our resources like that sometimes it's not even like that what we say but, but more importantly it could be like how are we expressing how are we, expressing how are that we communicating from? that so
3: let's talk about first of all the generosity that's been shown to you in this program, can you talk a little bit about that?
5: sure, well um, this program, like I said, my sponsor, he meets me at 6 o'clock in the morning. We'll do breakfast. We speak on the phone every day. He hits me with one of his, his uh, podcasts every morning, That he's daily reflection. Um, he's got 13 sponsors, so, sponsees. So he's incredibly busy. So just for me to be part of that, I feel really blessed. Um, so I have to give back today. Um, before I came here to this, to this meeting tonight, I checked in today here and i went to my aa home group and set up our meeting on um, that friday night speaker meeting so i set up the speaker meeting on a friday night and we had a hundred people right and, and it's and it's actually a blessing and it's a gift to be able to do that because a lot of people don't don't get the opportunity to have that time for themselves Every chair that I set up, I thank you, God, thank you, Jesus, trust you, Jesus. You know, I didn't walk into recovery 11 years ago to, to think about to be, to have a relationship with Jesus. But today I do. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I can get to be a different person today than what I used to be.
0: I'm, That's what the old timers taught me, too, getting clean, was was like, it didn't matter... Uh, and I appreciate you sharing your your your, your perspective and the God that you're pursuing and all this. And and, uh, and the cool thing was clean when, when, when they said, "Hey, show up and set this meeting up." Yeah, it was like, man. I I guess it's a way of, of you know generosity. Maybe I was able to give back, but they were able to, to teach me give me their patience and tolerance and all that stuff and show me how to do the deal. And I, I feel where, where, where I felt the most connected was swinging them up after the meeting, man. <laughs> I was swinging them up after the meeting and I, I, I couldn't feel more connected. Yeah, if you're new... I didn't have anything that it was like you are talking about with that chair.
3: If you're new and you're just showing up at the meeting, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you can get to the meeting a little bit earlier and help do something... Yeah. You, it will make you feel so much more a part of. It Just
0: t- like Tony was saying, a chair. It takes a you a couple away. It, it takes you away from your own selfish self. Right. Absolutely. Doing you something get out of your from, head. Uh, yeah, doing That's something not. for
5: somebody else, watching the light click on in their in their life. You know, when I when I get to sponsor people and I see a man come in that has no job, his wife has left him, his health is very bad, doesn't have any money. He's down in the dumps, and I get to help him go through the steps and see his life come back, his wife come back, his kids come back, his job come back, his health comes back. That's a miracle. So for me, it's actually a blessing, and I'm grateful to be an addict and an alcoholic today because I get to see people's lives change. which Normal people don't have that opportunity to see, to see that, that blessing that I have today, and it's, for me, it's in recovery and trying to help somebody else.
0: Welcome back, everyone. We're here at ABCNA with Kaden W. He's going to speak on gratitude, but first, Kaden, can you tell us the uh, clean date where you attend meetings and give your home,
2: home group a shout out? Yes, so my clean date is November 27th of this year, 2022. Uh, I attend meetings in Roanoke, Virginia, and my home group is Air, Addicts, and Recovery in Roanoke. All right, wonderful, man. What's your thoughts on gratitude? So I just want to give a shout out to Narcotics Anonymous as a whole, and I'm just so grateful for this program and the uh, program of recovery. Before coming into the rooms and the meetings, I didn't think that there was a place that I fit in. You know, I, I always thought that I had to be different to fit in, and that's where the using came into play, but now I found a, a, a group of people that... You know, think the same way, do the same thing, but they all want the same thing, and that's to, to not use, that's recovery. And I'm just so grateful for that. And uh, What was
3: the connection
2: between being different and using? Explain that for somebody who's listening. So for me, um, I'm 21, I'm a college student, and, and in college, you know, it's, it's really a time to try new things, I was told before college. So that's where the using came in, the drinking. And, and it just made drinking me. in college? I don't know. But <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. Wow. And so, so that's where I thought that I could fit in right. by drinking and using and I thought everything would be fine. Well, you know, a couple months into that, I was like, no, this, this is not the way to go. You know, my grades were slipping. But, you know, the, the thing with fitting in is I always thought that I had to be accepted by others. So that's where I drank and that's where I used because I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be different. Girl, and you know on that same, and, and, and I, I, I identify with that, and,
0: and until I started to be, or, or until I started to really like work on me, and just to kind of understand that I think this way, I'm not the only one. I do these things, man, it's calm, you know, it's other people have done these things, you know, I couldn't, even even if I were accepted, I wasn't accepted. Right. Because I just was so unsettled here. Absolutely. This is an old saying I heard, man, it was like, I I don't want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member. (laughs) That's how I felt, man. I, I relate to the part where you want
3: other people's attention. And approval so bad that you will do things. I knew a, before yeah. I ever shot my first dope that that was not something that I was. I've been educated. I've sat through enough health classes to know yes. that drugs were bad. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so because I didn't want you to think I was a pussy, I wanted you to accept me. I will do whatever you ask me to do, even though I
0: think I know it's bad for me. Or what do we do? when We have twenty-year-olds, twenty-one-year-olds listening now, just getting clean. Like, what's that like? Like when you're, you know, you, when,
2: you know, your age,
0: or saying, what, "What the fuck do you mean you're not going to go the bar? It's Friday night." We yeah, you
2: like- we were in college. Come so, on, dude. So, you know, I just turned twenty-one in December, and having a clean, sober twenty-first birthday was not, you know, imaginable what you to about. me. <laughs> exactly. But I did it, and I got through it. And and afterwards, how'd you the get next through day, it? Uh, through the program, through the per- I went to a meeting, meeting that day. Uh, I talked my to my sponsor right there. that day. Um, you know, uh, my birthday was Christmas Eve, so the next day on Christmas, my home group met, and I went to my home group's meeting. And then we had a marathon meeting that day. Shout out I- to your home group. I, I stayed. Good job. I stayed at the marathon meeting probably for a good five to six hours on Christmas Day, That's just beautiful. because I knew that I needed to be there rather than being with my family. Wow. So so to all the addicts out there that are young, you know, 20 or or less, or even 21, you know, just stick through it. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and and you'll get through it. And uh, today might uh, might might not be a good day, but at the end of the road, I mean, there's always tomorrow. And this program, like it says, it's just for today. So if you have that just for today mentality and that mindset, you'll get through anything.